Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. How, how are the groups? Do they, does that format work pretty well? <laughs> I thought so. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Give, keep giving me feedback about the groups. How many, how many people felt that timing works pretty well the way we, the way we did it? Great. That's good to know. So we have about maybe 12, 15 minutes for uh, anyone who wants to share something from your practice over the last period of time, ask a question about anything related to the framework, a particular practice. And we'll have a little bit of a break and come back focusing on the heart practices. But any, yeah, please, uh, Claudia. And then Mike. Well, I, I really appreciated that uh, the last time you suggested that we articulate our intention. Yeah. <laughs> and that was really helpful to me because the last couple of weeks have been more challenging. Maybe some, t I don't know if that's normal or not, but you know, it's been a challenging couple of weeks. So I reminded myself of my commitment to my intentions to practice more meta and loving kindness and do body work. And, and, that really helped me um, stay, get refocused to do that. And the more I did my body work, uh, which I need to do because I've got some, um, I found out I was less cranky and it was easier for me to mm. practice meta and loving kindness. So um, the, the, the meta the meditation was really helpful and adding more body work. So I thank you for, having us start with an intention while we're going yeah, to uh, it. Yeah, great there. Yeah, two points I want to uh, just briefly address. One is that as we do this judgment work, it will sometimes feel like there are more judgments around because we're noticing more. You know, and that's uh, uh, sometimes I have found myself saying, watch out for the stealth judgment that's, uh, that tells you how... how how many judgments you're having, and it's too many. <laughs> right? That actually, as we as we look and, and notice judgments, it'll seem sometimes like there's more than they were before, and that's because we're noticing more. And just to acknowledge that, watch out for that extra judgment about how many judgments there are. Like I say, I call that kind of a stealth judgment because when it appears in the mind, sometimes we say, "Well, that's just true. That doesn't count as a judgment," <laughs> right? So, uh, and then the other piece is just the importance of intention. You know, one of the reasons, you know, we have, we, there are moments in our, in our days and moments week to week when we have more clarity and we can have judge, uh, not sure, we can have intentions. And if we stay in touch with them, those can really be ways to support our practice. You know, that's, and we'll do that at the end today as well. And, you know, really touching base with the intentions uh, during the day two or three times can make a difference. Again, intentions help. They don't guarantee anything. Important detail. <laughs> they help, but, they, but we can still have great intentions and 10 minutes later, quote unquote, mess up. All right. Okay. Uh, Mike, please. Yes, I, I'd like to share something that's, that's uh, been very, very helpful for Bertie and I. And, uh, since since your uh, first uh, workshop, which is that uh, 
And then the first time it happened, we, we were both in shock over, over, as I said, very negative medical news for both of us. Mm. And, and uh, we, we did something which was kind of a, a, a joint loving kindness meditation. Wow. And I, I would say to her, may you, may be, may you be uh, safe. She would repeat, may I be safe. You know, may, may you have inner peace. She wow. would repeat, may I have inner peace. I do about that six times. Then we switched, and she did that with me. May you, some of, some of the ones with the standard uh, statements, some of them were, were uh, ones that were very personal to us. And, and uh, after two turns of doing this, at a point where we were both in a complete state of shock, we both felt very, very calm hmm. and, and very good. And, and we've been doing this a number of times since. And, and one of the times being when, when reactivity comes up. And uh, so far, it's been very, very successful in, in, uh, in really getting rid of the reactivity and, and calming our, ourselves from all of the pressure that yeah. we've been feeling. Yeah. That's great. Thanks, Mike. How, how many can relate to that? Some from, uh, at least with the loving kindness, but I love the joint, the joint meta, you know, sort of that's, it's really, it's, it's really, it's your own creativity, right? But it's, it's kind of makes a lot of sense, right? But you can, you can do that in a way and switch. I, I love that really. It's, it sounds very, very helpful. And I think you're, you're, sharing in general points to something I was going to mention a little later, but that the heart practices generally in terms of transforming the judgmental mind, in my mind, work in three main ways. One of them is they give us a kind of a, a balance and a connection with the heart as we go into difficult or painful territory. You know, and transforming the judgmental mind to a significant extent takes us into some hard areas, right? You know, and what I'm suggesting is that the uh, the reactivity, which often leads to judgments, is connected with trying to push away something painful. So there's something about being about working with the judgmental mind. We go into some difficult territory at times. That's number one, and the heart practices give us balance. Secondly, sometimes in the moment, they can f uh, function as what I would call antidotes. That is, they sometimes mindfulness is too much. We can't do it. The things too much is happening, but we can do something like loving kindness and actually do it in a way like you just had some, you know, you used the word shock, I think, Mike, you know, the shock of something. And then you bring in loving kindness. At that moment, maybe mindfulness wouldn't work so well. There's too much happening. But the loving kindness, partly because on a meditative level, it's a concentration practice, it can actually help us shift away from what's difficult. And we call that sometimes an antidote. You know, mindfulness is a good first strategy, but mindfulness isn't always possible because of the circumstances. And then thirdly, it gives us a, a taste of more awakened being. You know, when we're with kindness or warmth or compassion, we're hanging out with what's beautiful and awake. And so we get more and more of a taste of that. So those are, my mind, three main functions of the heart practices that we're doing, that we're, that we're working with when we bring those in with the judgmental mind. Yeah.
So it's, it's a lot. It's big. And you can see why I think it's really necessary to bring in. We can't just use mindfulness. Yeah. yeah. Other sharing questions? Something that came up in your own practice? Yeah. Please, Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, just in um, reflecting on the antidote aspect of loving kindness, uh, I've, I've been trying to kind of do loving kindness in the moment. Yeah. Like, as a follow up to like, I was trying to like think of these situations that are five or you know seven, and I'm having trouble like going back to that, but just trying to think about well in the moment. So uh, I've been doing you know, just start repeating phrases in my mind when I'm feeling reactive to other people. And one of the things I did with, with my husband, who's like really preoccupied with a project he's doing. And for that, that can be a little bit triggering for me because mm. um, sometimes that leads to depression for him. Um, so I try to re-engage him and he's inattentive. And, and then usually the pattern is if I keep doing this, like, are you okay? Are you going to, you know, I try to, and then he's not paying attention and then I get irritated. So what I did this last time is I realized I was like, I have, you know, he says he's fine. He's preoccupied. Um, the, I'm doing like anxious checking and I'm going to do a made of practice. Yeah. So it kind of inter, inter, it interrupted that. And we didn't have this little you know, dance we do, have been doing for the last, you know, 36 years. That one time, it was good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Elizabeth. Uh, you know, there again, there are a lot of pieces there, but, you know, part of it is just, you know, part of what we're doing here is we're looking more deeply at, you know, our different patterns, right? And, you know, the one you were naming you know it's a pattern that you can see clearly and doesn't mean you don't get caught up in it sometimes you were calling it anxious checking right <laughs> it's nice to give a name for our different patterns i know in some approaches they even give you know a particular pattern like a person's name okay that's sophia <laughs> right that particular pattern uh but you were naming it which which that's mindfulness right that's your you're actually noticing it. You're not caught up in it. You're noticing, you know, the pattern saying, do I want to go in the usual way with this? And you say, well, I, I, I don't. And what would be helpful? Maybe to do, maybe to shift the energy some. That's, that's one way of talking about an antidote with loving kindness. And it sounds like that's working. You know, again, it's the antidote is what we do when we're caught up in something. It's not a, it's not a long-term solution obviously, to the issue, but it's something in the moment that can be very skillful when we're a little bit more caught in something. So, yeah, thank you. Great, maybe time for one or two more, if anyone has something. Okay, uh, Barbara, please. So listening to everybody in my own, you know, experience of the last week or so, I really um, love the word transforming because it, it helps me remember my ordinary state is just to reject. 
you know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. Right. Don't do that. Don't do this. And it's like, well, that's the judgmental mind. So it's almost like you can't really reject the judgmental mind because you're judging it. Right. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm just trying to notice. I mean, that's my, I'm just trying to be aware of, I don't know what percentage of what's going on through my mind is judgmental. And also feeling a little sad because I see that there are big things that I feel, you know, judgmental about, but I'm not quite ready to go near them based on what you said about, you know, eight, nines, and tens. And yet what a waste of, the sadness is, what a waste of energy Hmm. that I'm living with this very small-minded, you know, you didn't do this right, that right, or the other right, or your friend didn't call you, or they should have called you, or they shouldn't have called you. It's just, so I'm I'm just trying to rest. Yeah, uh, and actually, yeah. I'm looking at the painting behind me of the ocean. Yeah. Going, I think if I just try to rest with, okay, fine, it's okay, it's going on, just let it be kind of thing. Just some feeling I'm not in it or I'm not wrestling with it. Yeah, now. yeah. Like a beginner, like a beginner would be just being with it. Yeah, yeah. Thank that's you, Barbara. Smart. There's a lot there that's really important and valuable, right? To and uh, thank you so much for highlighting the word transforming, because it's really, really crucial. We're not trying to reject the judgmental mind, as you say. That might often be being judgmental towards the judgmental mind, which is very common. <laughs> very common and even I notice it sometimes in my uh, colleagues and my fellow teachers where you sometimes get the message don't judge it's bad right get rid of it suppress it whatever again it can be valuable in the moment but um, you know as we can see when we look into the judgmental mind a lot of what we're judgmental about has some validity to it you know, and most clear when we're looking at something related to ethics or something like social justice, it's really obvious. I can be really judgmental about, so you know, some injustice. And, um, you know, I, I would say that activists not doing their own inner work with the, uh, you know, their own judgmental mind about injustice is a problem, right? It results, you know, all sorts of ways. And so, but it's also clear that we just simply don't want to reject the judgmental mind. That's why I, I think of it as a mix, as I, I think I said in the day long, probably last time, it's a mix of uh, often, not, not always, but very commonly a mix of some kind of insight or noticing mixed with reactivity. We want to preserve the insight or the noticing and transform the reactivity. You can see it really clearly with an example like social justice or an ethical issue. That person didn't uh, keep the promise or something like that, right? And they give it judgmental. Uh, well, we want to, you know, it's important to know and maybe to talk with that person about not keeping the agreement or the promise, right? You know, as, as I've sometimes said. And so the... Uh, notion of transforming really really crucial and uh also you know i was thinking there is a a quote which i I don't know if i've given this here which i really like it's very very succinct by uh, a catholic uh, 
contemplative and activist named Richard Rohr. I don't know if anyone knows Richard Rohr's work, R-O-H-R. Anyone know his work? Yeah. He said, that which is not transformed is transmitted. Mm -hmm. That which is not transformed is transmitted. You know, that kind of gets at it. So we we need to do the we need to do the transformative work, and it's um, you know and it, it's uh, it can take time. We we need patience. This is as we'll see. I think next time when we get into the um, area of limiting beliefs, this is getting at some deep material, which is for many of us has been around since we were actually fairly young. So this is not superficial level. Okay, take a weekend workshop and, you know, spend a few hours and, okay, judgmental mind, check. <laughs> Not like that. <laughs> if it was, I'd probably make a lot more money. <laughs> so good. Anyway, that was, a, that was a strange joke. But anyway, uh, uh, was that a judgment? Okay. Uh, okay, so let's, let's do about a a five-minute break now. Come back at 15 minutes after the hour. So a five-minute break, and we'll come back, and we'll go right into the uh, further material on the heart practices. Okay?